Hashtag SAFMBTH. It's 22 minutes after 3 o'clock. We're in conversation next with Professor Scott Lucas, Professor of International Politics at the University of Birmingham. He's joining us from the United Kingdom. So U.S. President Donald Trump says his latest indictment is an attempt by the Biden administration to interfere with the upcoming 2024 presidential election. Yesterday, federal prosecutors in the U.S. indicted Trump for his role in attempting to overturn the results of the 2020 elections. However, though, despite all his legal woes, Trump remains a serious presidential candidate. Professor Scott Lucas now joining us on the line. Prof, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Was Donald Trump really thinking that there would not be any investigation after the um, attempt at Capitol Hill and also the evidence that has been presented? You know, it's probably best to deal in any story like this, not with the Trump statement, but with the facts of the case. Because the Trump tactic is that uh, and we've seen this, whether it's with his business dealings, whether it's with political scandals like the Trump-Russia affair, the Trump-Ukraine affair, or now with the series of cases that are leading to indictments, that he knows that he uh, is skating very close to breaking the law, even if he's not convicted in the long run. But his tactics are to, to throw mud on the wall. Uh, and if he hopes he throws enough mud on the wall, people will make the legal system the defendant rather than him. And so it's proved in this case as well that his claim that this is all a conspiracy to get him and that ironically, given the charges are over his interference to overturn the 2020 election to the point of allegedly inciting people to attack the Capitol, to claim that this is all political interference by Biden and the Democrats, election interference, no, we, we can... We can get rid of that, push that to the side, and we can deal with why these indictments have been brought down. Uh, What's the wider story between November 3rd on election night and January 6, 2021, when the Capitol was attacked? And what is it about this particular indictment that makes it different to the other two? Of course, the first set of indictments was over Trump's effective interference in the 2016 election by paying off a a porn star with whom he had a sexual encounter, Stormy Daniels, uh, even if the formal charge was uh, false business uh, entries. The second set of charges, which I think are more serious, there's 40 felony counts, they have to do with his movement of documents, effectively theft of documents from the White House. Um, And those are serious. I mean, each count under the Espionage Act carries a penalty of up to 10 years in prison. But what distinguishes this third set of indictments, even though there are only four counts, uh, obstruction of justice, conspiracy to obstruct justice, defrauding the United States, defrauding people of their rights, is because they are all connected with what you would call a plan, effectively a plot, which was no, which was a, an attempted coup. And it was that Trump was going to start off with lies that he knew were lies. Then he was going to put pressure on states. Then he was going to put pressure on the Justice Department and ultimately put pressure on Vice President Mike Pence to overturn the process from the election to the confirmation of Joe Biden as president. You know, and if Trump gets away with this, as the indictment sets out, he has put himself above the American system. Indeed, he's actually dismantled that system just so he could hold on to office. 
And what happens now going forward, also considering that, for instance, next year you have the two trials that you spoke about, the Stormy Daniel one starting in March, and then there is the one around um, the alleged, um, not alleged, but the classified documents that he didn't hand over, that one, that trial starts in May. Would he be able to still put up a race to become the president of the United States again? Well, I mean, legally, the position is clear that, yes, he can stand uh, as a candidate even while he's under indictment. Um, and even if we have a fourth set of indictments, which I fully expect that will come out of the state of Georgia this summer, uh, legally, he can even stand for president um, and be elected if he's a convicted felon. Uh, the question that we will face is if he does win the election in November 2024 against Joe Biden, and then is to take office in January 2025, would he be blocked from taking office because he might be in prison at that point or liable to be put in prison? And that we don't know. We haven't been that, that you know, we're in uncharted waters at that point. If you were to ask me, could he win in the Republican primaries? Uh, could he win next November? I have to be honest with you and say, look, we're six months away from the first Republican primary. We're 15 months away from the general election. We don't know. We don't know how many people will stand by Trump no matter what he does. And I think it's important to say we don't know and to keep that separate from the legal side of this. Because whatever happens, you cannot allow politics to put its thumb on the balance of the scales of justice. As uh, Mike Pence, Trump's former vice president, said yesterday, uh, Donald Trump should be presumed innocent until proven guilty. Everyone deserves that right. At the same time, no person, including Donald Trump, is above the Constitution and above the law. Yeah, and Jack Smith expressing the same part as well, that he remains innocent until proven guilty. Thank you so much for your time. That is uh, Professor Scott Lucas, Professor of International Politics at the University of Birmingham. It's 28 minutes after three.